Welcome to Talking Mom to Mom. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. My name is Lindsay and my co-host, whom you will meet shortly, is Rochelle. We are two moms on the opposite side of the same coin. Between the two of us, we have children at every age and stage and hope to inspire those homeschool moms who need to pick me up in their busy schedule, busy just like us. We have come to realize that the best way to approach this sanctifying work of motherhood is with a good dose of humor and humility. Thank you for joining us today. Now let's get on with the show. Hello there. This is Rochelle from Talking Mom to Mom. And this is episode 18. And we are going to talk about learning to say no. That's right. We're going to talk about learning to say no so we have more time to spend with our families and to keep our sanity. (laughs) So I don't know if that's been your experience or not. Have you ever said yes to something and immediately regretted it? Knowing that, wondering as you're walking away, why did I say yes? I don't have the time for this or it's not really my passion. It's not something I really wanted to put time into it, but I felt guilty or I felt something or they acted like if I didn't do it, nobody would do it. And I mean, I don't know if you've ever experienced that or if you experience it often or if you're sitting there right now with so much on your plate to do that you can't think straight and you don't know where to begin or what to cut out. Well, that's what this episode is about. We are going to talk about how to establish a yes criteria. So you can say yes based on conditions that you've set up for yourself. So you can freely give a yes and feel good about it or freely give a no and feel good about it because we don't always feel good about saying no. We don't feel good about turning people down, but it's okay to say no. That's It's okay to say no to an activity or a program or adding one more of this, one more of that. It's, it's okay. So how do we do that? How do we begin? Well, the first thing that we want to do is we want to pray. <laughs> we want to pray every day and ask the Lord to order our steps. Pray for wisdom and how we're going to conduct the day. You know, that that's our first thing that we want to do. Because God has given us enough time in the day to accomplish all the work that he has given us. So if we muddle that up with all the work that we want to do, we may never get to his work, and that's why we're here. So we want to make sure that we're doing his work and that we're not finding distractions. We're finding the right opportunities and not the distractions. We want to make sure that we're not saying yes when we should be saying no. We're not giving into the busyness of life. So, But how do we determine that? When is it God's work? When is it busy, you know, just busyness that we're we're doing? Because we think if it's a ministry and we say yes, well, if it's a ministry, then that's God's work. Well, not always for you at that time. It may be God's work, but maybe it's not the right time for you. So one of the first things that we do is we like to think that if we're asked, we're the person for the job. Well, are we saying yes because that's just a sense of pride? You know, like, eh, the world's going to fall apart if we don't do it. Nobody else is willing to do it, so I have to do it. Okay, that's it's, that's not really going to happen. We feel that way. Sometimes we're made to feel that way to get us, you know, for guilt or to filter our ego, so we'll do it. But that's not really the case because we have to understand that if we say yes to what everybody else wants from us and we're being pulled in 50,000 different directions, then what we're doing is we're putting somebody else's priorities in front of our own. 
and we're going to be living what other people want us to be doing. And we're going to be spending our time outside of our own families and our own convictions of how we should be spending our time instead of within the boundaries of how we should be spending our time for our families, to be a blessing to our families and to be a blessing to others. Now, there, there are those times where people ask you to do certain things that are short-term, like going to bring a meal to someone who needs it, you know, someone who just had a baby, somebody who's been in the hospital, mowing the neighbor's lawn, helping out. Now, those are little things that come along, and we want to say yes to as many of those as we possibly can, as long as it fits in our schedule. But we want to have a schedule that allows for those blessings, that we can be a blessing to others. Because sometimes we get ourselves so busy that those little acts of kindness we don't do. We don't have time for. And I'm not talking about saying no to the little acts of kindness. I'm talking about saying no to the bigger things in life, like if you have running your own business or if you're running a co-op or if you're being asked to be even not even running it, but being a part of something, being part of a business, part of a co-op, part of a ministry, part of an activity, coaching something, assistant coaching. Those small things that we get to do, they're opportunities, they're blessings that it's like we get to do that. We get to be a blessing when it comes to bringing meals and doing these things. And our children get to see it. And it's a good testimony for them because they get to see outside of themselves. They get to see that you're sacrificing your time to help another person and to love someone else. That's the example that we want to give our children. So when those opportunities arrive that we can love someone, um, we want to take those. We can't always take them. You can't always feel guilty about it when you can't. I haven't always been able to make a meal for everyone who has needed it, but I try whenever I can. We want to be available for those things. But we can't be available if we're in a state that our spirit is crushed because we're under the weight of a huge to-do list, under the weight of obligations that we just cannot get out of. So if you are currently under a lot of obligations, be encouraged that you can rest, you can say no, you can readjust. And let's let's think of some practical ways of how. Well, how did I do it? Because I used to say yes to everything. I used to be happy to say yes to anything that came my way that somebody would ask me to do. Didn't matter what it was, big or small. I was like, okay, sure, I'll do it. And oftentimes, as soon as I said yes, I regretted it. And not all the time, but oftentimes I would, and it would only lead to frustration. It would only lead to just, it's a commitment that I just cannot, cannot obligate myself to after a while. And you hate to end, especially the open-ended obligations, when someone asks you to do something and it's like, is this for the rest of my life? <laughs> it's like they asked me to do this and there's no end time. And for me, that's part of what I'm going to talk about is, your yes criteria, things that you are going, your conditions that you're going to place about end times because our schedules change, our lives change, our families change, everything's going to change. We're in flux all the time. So first step, right now you need to write down your schedule, everything that you're doing, all your obligations, all your commitments, every place you go on a regular basis, your routine, and how your day runs. So from the time you get up until the time you go to bed, Monday through Friday, and the, uh, and the weekends if you have commitments on the weekends, write it down. I don't care how long it takes you to do it. I don't care if, it, if you do it in a messy way, a neat way. doesn't matter. It's really important that you visually see your schedule. So you could print out like a, um, a month-long schedule. You know, Google it. There's a lot of things that you can print out, like a week schedule, month-long, and start filling it in. Or you can just write it down on a piece of paper. However, whatever is easier for you. 
write it down so you can visually see everything, even down to if you have children that are still taking naps, because if it happens during nap time, that's an automatic no, right? <laughs> and it should be, and there's nothing wrong with that, there's nothing to feel guilty about with that. Every mom understands that. So um, especially depending on your, your child, I mean, if you have a child that you want to say yes, as long as they nap during that time, it's a great time for me because I'm doing it out of my home then, you know, that's fine. But if it's running around, that might not work out so well for you. Unless you have a kid that sleeps or anything and it doesn't seem to harm them away or the other. So it's up to you. But write it down so you can see it all. And then be very honest with yourself on your current situation. Is there anything that I'm currently obligated to that I need to cut out for my sanity so my family has clean underwear because there's just not enough of me to go around, even with that extra 20 pounds. What do I need to cut out right here, right now? What are my kids overcommitted in? We often sign our kids up for everything, and they get overcommitted. My daughter was doing um, guitar, and she was doing karate, and that's fine. Two activities are perfectly fine. She started doing softball. Well, once she started doing softball, I was like, okay, well, we can't commit to all three of those things at once. So something had to go for the summer. So karate, she had replaced um, karate with softball just for the summer. And once that ends, she'll go back to karate. She didn't have to do it both. Yeah, she'd have to do both of them at the same time. That's what you have to think about. Do I have to do both at the same time? No. There's seasons for things, seasons for everything. Take time off. Not just for your kids, but for you. So Think about what you're doing, what you can trade out. Like, is my kid doing two activities and they could easily just say, no, we're going to take the summer off or we're going to take this time off from this one and then you can do that one. Pick from these things. You like to do these things, pick from this. What are you going to do this time? And de develop your schedule that way so they know that they're constantly having to make a choice. And that's going to help them in the long run. You know, in the long run, they're going to learn that they need to make those choices and they're going to learn how to manage their time because you're going to sit down with them and you're going to show them, okay, this is the summer. You're, you're going to do this on this night and that night. But you know what? We're not – no, no, I'll let you do things on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but the rest of the week we're going to have to be free. So what activity can you do on those two nights a week? Or what activities do you want to do? I'm only going to let you commit to one night a week. I'm only going to let you commit to two nights a week. Whatever it is that works for your family. And then see what they want to do and what they want to pick. And if they're already involved in several things, like I said, choose between them. Take seasons off. Now, you do the same thing for yourself. What, what are you involved in? Can you take some time off? If you're heading something up, if you're part of a ministry, part of something, can you say, you know what, My, I'm going to take off this month of doing this particular thing and take the time off? Because we get to the point sometimes we're so burned out, so burned out that we drop it all because we can't do it anymore. We can't even think about getting out of bed because we've got too much to do. So we end up dropping everything. We, and it takes a long process to get there. So when we get to the point that we need to drop it all and we have the gumption to go in there and drop it all, because what kept us from dropping it all before saying no is because we didn't have the courage to say no. We didn't have the courage to make something align with our schedule or to give conditions. When we get to that point, we're burned out and we're no good to anybody. Anybody, not ourselves, not our family, we're not a good witness, we're not good to anyone. You don't want to get to that point. And if you're at that point, take the time you need, but don't pick it all up. Once you've had your time to rest and pray, don't pick it all back up again. 
be discerning on what you're going to pick up and what you're not. Some things you're going to leave behind, and it's okay to do that. It's okay to say no. It's okay if it doesn't fit in your schedule. It's not for you. Just not. It's not for you. So write down your schedule. Write down a yes criteria. Develop it. When am I going to say yes? Am I going to say yes? Okay, I'm going to say yes if what I'm doing is not taking my time away from God, not taking my time away from my family, not taking time away from um, my business or whatever it is. It's something that glorifies God. It's something that allows me to still be a blessing to others and my family. It, and it doesn't have to be broad. It could be, does it fit on this particular day of the week? And if someone says, oh, no, I, I really need you, you know, I'd like for you to be a part of this. I really need someone on Tuesday, but you are only available on Monday. Then you say no. Just say, oh, I'm only available Mondays. I'm sorry. I guess it's not the right opportunity for me. That's okay. That is okay to do that. You could even say, if you can work it out that it could be on Monday, then I'll do it. You don't have to say, well, let me see if I can switch my entire life around so I can get Tuesdays free. Now, if it's easy for you to do that and you feel that that's what you should be doing, hey, you know what? Do it. I'm not telling you not to. I'm giving you permission to say, I only have Monday available. If you could work it out, I could do it on Monday. I'll do it. Or I can't do it because I'm only available on Mondays. That's your permission to say that. It's okay. No one's going to be mad at you. I think we fear that people are going to be mad or disappointed in us or they're going to feel we're unreliable or we're, they're, or they're going to stop asking us because we always say no. Well, you're not always going to say no, but you're going to say no, no unless it meets certain conditions. So it could be a day, a day, a time that you work out, that you have that availability. It could be that you want to talk to your husband first because he knows you better than you know yourself sometimes, and he knows your time, and he knows that it sounds really cool to you right now and you really want to do it, but he knows you're going to get frustrated with it and you don't really have the time. He's going to be really honest with you. So is it something like that that you have to do? So when somebody asks you something, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to say, that sounds great. Let me think about it. I'll get back to you by the end of the week. I'll get back to you by the beginning of the week. I'll get back to you by such and such a day. That's all you have to say. I'll get back to you by then. Give me a minute to think about it and look at my schedule. Unless you already know your schedule and you say, oh, I can't do it. Or, yes, I can do it because part of my yes criteria, because you're probably not going to tell them that, <laughs> but you're going to say, you're going to think in your head, that does fit. Fits perfectly. It fits the day. It doesn't take time away from my family. My family will still have clean underwear even if I do this, because I'll still be able to get that laundry done. You can't do everything all the time. You can't, okay? You just cannot. Even once I gained 20 pounds, there still wasn't enough of me to go around. Cannot do everything all the time. You cannot always have a busy season. I have a busy season in my business where I prepare in advance. It's okay if that's what you have, if every now and then you have something that you prepare for it and you know you're going to be busy and it's going to take up a lot of your time. That's okay. But that can't be your all the time. That can't be what you do the majority of your time. If that's how you feel, that you're doing the majority of the time, then you need to step back. So think about those times that you can say yes. Does it fall on these days? Does it allow me to do this? Does it allow me to do that? Does it allow me to be a blessing? You might even want to say, I'm going to say yes on a condition. See, and this is what I like to do. 
because when I'm asked to do something that's long term, you know, you've been asked to do things that you don't know that there's no end date. It's like, can you do this? It's once a month and it's on this day. But my day, my day is change. I'm sure you're just as unpredictable. Do you have those unpredictable times where you just don't really know that you can commit maybe for the next three to six months, but you're not sure after that if that same day and time is going to work? Or I could commit through the school year, but through the summer, I'm not really sure that, you know, we like to have our flexibility. Say that from the beginning. Go ahead and just say it from the beginning. Don't say yes right away. Say it from the beginning. Say, you know what, I would love to do that, but I can commit now fully for the first, for maybe, you know, three, six months. But after that, I'm not so sure. So can I do it for about three months, maybe six months? And after that, I'll evaluate my time. You know, that's, it's, that is really a nice thing that you're doing. You're not being a jerk by putting those time frames on someone. So don't feel like you're being high maintenance. You're actually preparing someone and you're actually letting them know the realism of your situation. You know, I'm being real with you. I can tell you that I can do it, you know, for the, during the school year, but in the summer, I'm not going to be able to. People will appreciate that. They'll be happy to know that they have you for that amount of time, or they'll say, I don't know, that's not quite going to work for us. And then you say no, and you're going to feel good about it. Don't be guilted into saying yes. Don't be guilted into doing something that's only going to frustrate you and the people that you committed to. You need to be fair to everybody. So even if you're going to start something, you have the time, you looked at your schedule, and you're like, you know what, I have the time, and there's this program I really want to head up. There's something I really want to do. And it's time now to do it. But the only thing is I have time during the school year, but I don't have time during the summer. Or I have plenty of time during the summer, and I'd really like to start this program off. But or I'd really like to be part of this activity. But during the school year when I'm homeschooling, I just won't have the time. Then that's how you begin. That's how you start it. You're like, you say, I can do this during these times, but I'm not going to be able to commit fully during these other times. So I'm going to need a help. I'm going to need someone else to come alongside me. I'm going to need to seek out other people to help me with this. You want to get these things ironed out before you start. But if you've already started something, then you're going to have to reevaluate, and then you're going to have to be honest with yourself and with other people and say, I've reevaluated my time, and this is all I can do. Okay, step one, write it all down. Step two, talk to your husband, talk to your mother, talk to your father, be someone who's going to be really honest with you and knows you and say, do you think this is something I can take on? Step three, develop after all of that ways that you are going to freely say yes or feel good about saying no. Does it fit on this day? Is it something that won't take time away from my family? Is this something that is in line with my future goals? with things that I want to do, with something that I might want to start, but I just don't have the time to start it now. Think about that. Think about what it will mean for you because it's going to be very individual. Develop that yes criteria. Once you do that, you will freely be able to say yes and you will freely be able to say no. And what a weight will be lifted off your shoulders. So thank you for joining me. Uh, I hope you have a beautiful and restful summer. And join us on TalkingMomToMom.com and also join us on our Facebook page and Facebook.com slash TalkingMomToMom. And we hope to see you next week 
for another episode. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Talking Mom to Mom with Lindsay and Rochelle. Talking Mom to Mom is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.